Show me the news. And now, coming through your speakers and into your ears, it's the gaming podcast that you all know and love. It's Show Me Your News. Welcome to Show Me Your News, the pinnacle for delivering and debating the gaming news that matters the most to you. Rumor-filled gossip, hardware blenders, or upcoming releases. If it relates to video games, we want to talk about it. I am Yoko. And I'm the Buzzsaw. Our top stories today for this episode 85 of the podcast on Thursday, April 21st. It's a Thursday. Man, it's, it's going to be a busy week coming up, so we had to push it up. Um, yep. Sonic has a the 20th anniversary game is finally official and announced we were teased a couple weeks ago but finally got some gameplay footage we'll see what we think about it Captivate 2011 from Capcom had some interesting news come from it and on that Capcom note a game that is dear to our hearts will not be seeing stateside and we will be Uh sad about it Uh, the trial between Geohot and Sony is finally over Hilarity of the Week involves a an arcade mishap, if you will. Uh, two big games came out a couple weeks ago. Mortal Kombat Portal 2. I don't know if any of us have tried it, but we'll still give our impressions regardless. Mm. And the big in this week. We are so excited. <laughs> I know Buzz has been crazy excited about it. Yes. It's our next generation console predictions. More specifically, the rise of the Wii 2, Wii HD, Project Cafe, call it what you will. All those rumors. We'll have mail time. We'll wrap it up. It'll be a grand old time. Well, first, please welcome back to the show, the one and only Cyberlink420. Yay, applauding for myself. Woo! And it was your birthday yesterday. How was it? It was, and it was a very good birthday, I must say. You feel older? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't <laughs> know. I don't feel older anymore. Like, you hey. get older, like, during part of the before, year. I've said this before, 22 is like... I've said this before, 22 is like one of the most useless ages in the grand it's scheme of things. palindromic. Like, it is palindromic, and now I can go on 4chan and say I got dubs in every post I ever make. <laughs> well, don't, it's, you it's don't need to worry. Birthdays are good for you. The more you have, the longer you live. This is true. So what's it like having a birthday on 420 and all the people making pot <laughs> jokes at your expense? Um, it's actually not that bad when I consider I also share a birthday with George Takei, so that's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. And a certain dictator of Germany. Don't go there. <laughs> Honestly, like one one day when I was a junior in high school, we had a German teacher who was just a, a horrendous woman. She didn't know what she was doing. And she had planned what she called a waffle party for a certain April 20th. And uh, yeah, without her even knowing, we had a, a waffle party with where we made waffles and ate waffles and had a party in German class on one Adolf Hitler's birthday. And that is why I took Latin. Huzzah! <laughs> huzzah. Latin's or however you say huzzah in Latin. I don't, yeah, <laughs> I don't remember a word. <laughs> I think the whole world should just go to Latin. to the superior language. It would sound smarter that way. That's, yeah. that's for sure. I think the whole world should ship to Esperanto. Mm. Or Elvish. 
Klingon. Klingon, no. <laughs> um, so, Buzz, let's start off the show as we always do with a little segment called What Are You Playing? Oh, I missed it last time. I'm so sad. You did. Are you feeling better? I'm feeling much better. It was just a lousy day. Good to hear. Um, I played Magic of Vietnam, which is now, uh, I guess, a couple weeks old. But hey, I was playing that. Um, It's a little smaller than I would have liked it to be. I thought it was a full campaign, but it turns out it's like a two-level DLC. But they're Mm -hmm. big levels. They're fun. And basically, there are guns everywhere. It's really, really hard if you're a Magic player. But... Aside from that, I have started the StarCraft II campaign, the single-player mode. Finally. Because, like, it really, the whole reason I got the game was for the multiplayer. I mean, it's kind of the same with Smash. Like, I get the game to play with people. Mm. I, I, There's no other reason. Like, I get it because I wanted to be social with it and to play with other people all the time. And I do. I play it so often with friends. But I started the campaign just trying to get the story fleshed out. I'm obviously... You know, almost a year behind because everyone now knows what happened because they got it when it came out. But here I am sifting through the story very slowly. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a very good campaign. If you're if you played the first Starcraft, you'll know the first Starcraft was like, <laughs> here's a base, kill them. Next level, here's another base, kill them again. Next <laughs> level, here's another base, kill them again. Like it's just you basically just played Starcraft with small variations here and little stories sprinkled on top. Mm-hmm. Starcraft two. They really, really dive in and make it unique and make it feel like it's more of a story-driven experience. And you, you just have to play it to understand it. But it's uh, it's really, really good. And it's a lot longer than the original StarCraft was. But aside from that, um, I've been playing Super Mario World with Sugar. Sugar's been playing it predominantly, and I just kind of jump in here and there to help when she's stuck on a hard level or something. Mm-hmm. But um, trying to get 100% on Super Mario World, the best, one of the best Marios out there. And I've been playing more Mario 3. Um, I got to Bowser last time I played, and I died. That... I can't even call myself a gamer. I can't even beat Mario games. It's for shame. Um, then, what, then what am I? Then what am I? <laughs> You've got some work to do, Yoko. I, I do. Like I do. Get your credentials. Beat Mario. Um, and then aside from that, I've been sort of tinkering with the Humble Bundle 3. Uh, recently uh, came out. I think it's still right. going. If you still want to get it. I think it still is, yeah. Yeah, if you don't know, go to HumbleBundle.com. You can get a bunch of Frozen Bite indie games for any price you want. If you're a cheapskate, pay a penny and get them all for free on all operating systems and no DRM. Woot, woot. But, uh, oh, and then, yeah, as someone mentioned in the chat, Fuzzbox, he's asked me, did I play Back to the Future Part 3? And the answer is yes. On Saturday, I finally sat down and played... All of that chapter three. Oh, that ending, man! That ending. Uh, I I don't want to say anything because it's like you need to play. No, the don't say anything. It is you can't spoil that. That is too good. Yeah, I, I won't say anything. I mean, because I I'd love to talk about it, but if I say anything about the episode, that that like the story is the game, so you need to go play it. But exactly, I give it my two thumbs up. It's way better than the first two chapters. I enjoyed it thoroughly. The puzzles were good. It's still kind of easy. I'm still a little disappointed in how easy it is compared to Monkey Island games. But yeah, but Telltale awesome. games usually are. Like, I've yeah. been a fan of theirs for years, and generally the story is a lot more important than the uh, puzzle yeah. challenges. Although there's a couple good ones spread throughout. It's unfortunate, but again, it's offset by the fact that it's Back to the Future. I mean, it's cool. It's like it's like another movie, and I get to see what happens, and you just kind of get to play along with it. So Seriously heavy. 
Yeah, it, I do the whole game in one sitting because I'm such an adventure game veteran, so nothing me really sneaks past me, me. But it's fun. It's a great, great game. Highly Absolutely. recommend. And it's not that expensive either. I mean, if you guys, if any of you guys are ever thinking about getting it, it's twenty five bucks for the whole five part series. So. Oh wow! And you can get the first one for free. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you can get the first one and just try it out. So, A plus 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 plus. Can't get a better recommendation than that. Yep. Yep. All right, Cyberlink. What about you? Um, well, since my last time on the podcast, I've actually become the proud owner of a PlayStation 3, and I signed up for the PlayStation Plus program, which I highly recommend to everybody listening, because for 50 bucks... If you, you have not a PlayStation get, 3. <laughs> yeah. If you, have, if you have a PlayStation 3 or a PSP. Who does that when not yeah, getting it for free? Come on. Yeah, I guess. But basically, you pay 50 bucks, and not only do you get cloud backups for all your game saves, but... You also get a free PSN game, a free PS1 game, and two free, and like two or three free PlayStation minis like every month for as long as you're subscribed. Wow. So basically like this last month I got Sonic 2 <laughs> uh Oddworld Ac- Abe's Exodus for PS1 and a couple of uh minis so i went through all of those what what is a playstation mini it's basically like it's a really small playstation that fits in your pocket yeah. it's basically like apps but for the ps3 and psp you can play it on either one can anyone make one or is it one of those like super exclusive sony people only app um i'm not exactly sure on the details for that i think that they're I don't think it's as open as like the app community is, but I'm pretty sure there is a way to get on it, just like you would for like the uh, Xbox indie games. Yeah, hmm. that makes sense. But yeah, that's pretty cool. And then, uh, in terms of like retail releases, I've been heavily invested in playing through the Sly Collection. Like, I never got a chance to play through Sly Cooper early on because I didn't get a PS2 until <laughs> sort of late in the game, and then it broke. This is kind of random, but my earliest memory of all of all the Sly Cooper games is them get, continually getting five out of five on X Play. Back when it was called <laughs> Extended Play. Hey, they're it's probably worth it. Like those games are actually really well done. Kudos to Sucker Punch for doing such a good job with the, them, and yeah, I'm looking really forward fun. to uh, them. And uh, I've made it through Sly One. I've made it through Sly Two, and I'm a decent ways into Sly Three. Haven't quite finished it yet. But the thing I'm most interested in is that if you get a platinum trophy on all three games, then you unlock a teaser trailer for what is quite clearly Sly Cooper 4, mm. which I am guessing is what Sucker Punch is going to be working on as soon as they finish Infamous 2, which I'm also looking forward to. Oh, yeah, Infamous 2 is going to be good. It's going to be very good. Is, are you playing the HD collection on PS3? Is that what it is? Yeah, it's an HD. Okay. The whole thing's been redone to... Uh, be playable in HD and it has all three Sly games on one package plus a couple little bonus mini game things not that fancy oh, but I gotta say each of these games are definitely worth the money on their own so basically you're getting th- three super awesome games for the price of one so if you enjoy platformers like I do you will definitely want to check it out good to know well I wish I had you know multiple games that I've been playing, but unfortunately only one has been taking up my time. Uh, let me see if I can do a little story first. Please do. Yeah. Um, after I played Persona 3, I said, you know, I, I do want to 
eventually play Persona 4. It is a little pricey compared to most you know used PS2 games, um, but it is something I want to find. I don't think it's on you know Metal Gear Solid: The Twin Snakes level, but it is quite difficult to find if you actually go and try searching for it. And you know it's one thing to go online and all that and buy it through there, but if you're actually going through and looking through stores, it's it's a challenge, at least in, in my area. So for a few months, I have been looking for it. I've been checking you know, random you know, times when I felt like it. And it got to a certain point where one day I gave up and I did order it online. From Amazon, you know, not a bad deal. But it would take a while because of the free shipping, all that stuff. I stopped by a GameStop later that day because I eventually want to pick up Rock Band 3 because it's $20. And if you already have all the instruments, it's it's pretty much a can't miss mm-hmm. if you don't already have Rock Band 3. Um, and then you know, I start talking to a guy. I have like a Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridge shirt on with like Duke Devlin and you guys are making me sexy and all that. And he's like, oh, you know, I, I recognize that. You know, where is it? What's it from? And I said, so it's from an online show called Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridge. Uh, Clerk and I started talking. Turns out he went to Yomacon. He went to that Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridge panel. And believe it or not, this was the day that I put up the full Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridge panel from Yomacon on our Show Me Your News YouTube channel. And if you haven't seen that yet, you absolutely should. Mm -hmm. I I, I didn't mention any of that, whatever. Um, But, you know, I found it ironic. And so, you know, we get talking and, you know, all this stuff, and he somehow mentions that, like, oh, they just, you know, some guy just sent in, you know, a, a big collection of used JRPGs, and they really like to keep them in good shape. And so I say, well, is Persona 4 in that collection? He looks and shows the stack, and, like, that gold spine is, is pretty unmistakable, and like, yes, yes, it is. And he's like, would you be interested in buying it? And I say, yes, I would. <laughs> um, and it turns out like, they you know kept the case in really good shape. Usually GameStop, they plaster all the stickers all over yeah. it with the prices. Yeah. And you know one of the assistant managers there is apparently like you know keeps those in like really good condition. So they had like the little stickers inside the sleeve, like not taped on there, but just you know for it to be accessed without like the box is in amazing shape and the disc too. Uh, so you know I got it and then I had to run home and cancel that online order and fortunately hadn't started shipping all that. But yes. Uh, this past Friday, so it's not even been a week, uh, I started playing Persona 4, and when it comes to those games, it's one of those titles that I just get addicted to, and I have to play every moment I possibly can. Only five more months till you actually finish it. Uh, I, I disagree, because, well, me, yeah, maybe five more in-game months, uh, because it takes up about a year. I am 40 hours in. Jeez. Um, if you've played the game before, I just unlocked the Heaven Dungeon, and that's probably pretty far in the game. I mean, time-wise, not really, but plot-wise, it seems like it's maybe coming to a head in time. I don't know. I mean, it's the, the story's fantastic, um, but we have to make one thing clear. Um... How can I put this? A few people. It's it's not just one or two people. It's been a few people who you know told me that, you know that game sucks because they like Persona Three better. And we have to. I'm, I'm I want to start almost like a movement 
of video gamers. We need to stop saying that games suck just because we don't like them. There are a lot of good... I mean, there, when you compare like a good game and say it sucks to a bad game, it's not fair. Mm. You may dislike certain things about it, whether it's personal preference or if you, you know, prefer something to something else. You just... I don't know. It's Maybe it's with certain games or you know stuff in sequels mm. and all of that. I've actually well, had very, very long debates on that exact topic mm-hmm. in terms of, like, like, you know, there's there are certain games that I personally despise, avoid, can't stand, hate, but I'll tell other people, yeah, it's a good game. It got amazing ratings. It sold amazingly well. It's incredibly popular. It's all my friends talk about. Right. I am not a fan. I don't like it, but I'm not going to say it sucks. It's a dumb game. It sucks. Can I still say The Adventures of Bayou Billy sucks and you should play Mega Man 2 instead? No, you should play Mega Man 10. You should play all the Mega Mans, except some of the ones that aren't as comparable. Because see, see, even like we do it there. I mean, I'm not sure, like, whatever. I, I can't speak on Mega Man, but I put about 70 hours into Persona 3, and you can tell that there are definitely differences, um, aside from you know, the story being fantastic in 4. Um, they kind of ditch the whole... Um, you know, phases of the moon telling the time in three. Um, it's more now like rain and clouds and weather plays a big factor. Um, a huge, huge, huge difference is that in three, you had each character had like health basically, not just like HP, but you know they could be feeling great, they p- could be feeling good, they could be tired or sick. This is all gone in four, which means. As long as you, you know, had items or money to, you know, be healed and be healthy and all that, you could grind for as long as you want in the span of a day, which comes in very handy, I guess, at the part where I'm at, because at the beginning of the game, even though I'm on easy, it is very difficult. Um, when you when you play on easy, you get like ten items, where like it automatically heals you and your party fully after you die. You know, just to, you know, make it easier, I guess. I never used a single one in Persona 3 on easy. Um, pretty early on, I used, I ended up using four of them in four. Um, <laughs> because it is that challenging at the start of the game. But over time, you know, when you're able to, you know, heal yourself and you actually have skills and you can, you know, do things. You can heal yourself with, you know, different skills and all that. Um I the last one I was in it was the secret laboratory. I, I went through the entire dungeon in the you know game span of a day, and that just you know opens up more time for you know social links to expand on that. Um, at this point in time, it's hard to say which one I like more. At the beginning of when I was playing this game, I thought I you know would prefer three because you know it, it was a little frustrating with you know how it was structured. It was you know tough to get used to. But at this point, I'm I'm not sure. It's it's really a toss up, and I think I have to wait until I finish the game, aka probably pour another thirty unknown hours that I don't know where I'm going to get them from, um, to finish it. The soundtrack, uh, like Zeron was saying, is fantastic. The fact that it comes with a CD uh, in the game is a pretty good indicator of that. Um, but yeah, I, I can't even imagine it on harder difficulties. Like easy is just fine for me. I get to enjoy the story and all the the um the social links and all that yeah um 
One word, though, I have to say about it. Um, I thought that you know it, it does give you a few few choices as far as you know the social links that you get to to pick. For one of them, the the Sun social link because it's broken down in the twenty different arcanas that um, Tarot is based off of. So you have a whole bunch from magician to priest, sister, empress, emperor, and I, I would try to name all of them, but that'd be a waste of time. Uh, so the sun link in four use is now uh, you get a choice of you can be in a cultural club of symphonic band or drama, and there's you know an individual character that goes along with each. I thought I would put in some of my own personality and pick the symphonic band because <laughs> I love music yeah. and all that. <clears throat> Except the girl that is associated with this, and of course, if it's a girl, you can you know more often more often than not there are a few exceptions. Uh, you can you know be lovers with them as you know your social link builds up inevitably. The girl for symphonic band, uh, there uh, there are really no words. I mean, pedophilia mm-hmm. comes to mind. Um, yeah. The girl is. Incredibly short. She has almost absurdly short hair and these little rosy cheeks. And when you compare her to some of the other girls that feature in the game who are meant to be attractive, it's just the wrong choice. I'll put it this way: like I'm pursuing a relationship with every girl in the game, except Ayane Matsunaga. It's 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 pretty much that. Um, and then, of course, there is the anime that is going to be coming. They've been teasing it for a couple months now. Um, I'm excited. I will it's, definitely be watching it. Yeah, that should be pretty cool. Just to see how you know how many episodes they get signed on for, how they decide to break the plot all down. Uh, it should be interesting. And to have a vocal protagonist. Unless if they do keep up a, an overall silent protagonist, that would be impressive. Well, they can try. Mm-hmm. So that is it for... What are you planning? You know, we're spending so much time on that already. We gotta get to good stuff. Good stuff. We're good ready. stuff. So, Cyberlink, we've got you as a Sonic enthusiast in our top headline for this week. I believe the proper term is addict. <laughs> okay, we can we can work with that. Sonic our rehab addict. center down the street, you know. <laughs> I'm just calling it as it is. <laughs> but yes, the big news is that. A very, very highly anticipated title has just been announced. That's right. We have official confirmation of Mario and Sonic at the London Olympic Games. Woohoo! That is what people are wanting, right? Yeah, yeah. Best best sequel ever. I mean, (laughs) Beijing is so three years ago. We got to bring on London. Four years ago. Right now it's three years, but it's going to be... Four years. Close, close now. But close. No, I'm kidding, of course. I'm talking about Sonic Generations. We oh, that have, one, yeah. We yeah. finally have gameplay footage, and it is looking amazing. Like I have shown that trailer to so many different people, and even the most hardcore haters, like the people who oh, say they are actually very, very excited for this game, and rightly so. <laughs> See, Katri's excited. I can hear yeah. her. Yep, she's, she's stoked. I can sense her unbridled enthusiasm. But yes, we've seen footage finally. We've got two different Sonics, and thankfully Sonic is the only playable character. You can play as him in his classic incarnation, which plays very similarly to the uh, Genesis games. Side-scrolling, spin-dash, spin-attack in midair, that kind of thing. 
No you holding can also attack. Play, no yeah, attack. no holding attack. No Sonic Four, but you can also play as modern Sonic, who goes through stages in a style reminiscent of Unleashed and Colors, and you'll be able to basically play through with either one of them for every stage, and they're going to go through a mix of the old school Genesis stages, the Dreamcast era, and the more recent stuff like Unleashed and Colors. Mm-hmm. So far, we've only seen Green Hill, but. I would wager we can probably expect to see stuff like, I don't know, chemical plant, ice cap, that kind of thing. That would be amazing. Um, especially if we see them, because they did try to attempt, you know, the, the 3D with the, you know, Sonic Adventure 2, which is, you know, one of my personal favorites. Seeing one of those stages, like any one of those, you know, broken down into these this 2D and, you know, new 3D kind of styles, I'd, I'd be very excited to see that. I don't want to tease you too much, Yoko, but I heard that apparently Crush 40 recently re-recorded Escape from the City. You know what that means. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. That is... Oh, okay, there's hype. Hype, hype, hype. Um, one of the things I liked for now the, uh, you know, the the gameplay trailer that's you know out there, it's about three minutes long, it's half and half of a... Uh, yeah, classic just a classic and you know, 3D or modern, modern Sonic going through uh, Green Hill. One of the things I liked about you know the modern one is that you know when he does the boost, it speeds up the music. Yeah, that's I don't know. A nice it, touch. it was one of those interesting touches that you know really really made it quite nice. Um, you made a, a comment, you know, I think it was through Twitter or something like that about the the voicing or lack thereof behind Classic Sonic. Yeah, it's been confirmed that Classic Sonic is not going to speak at all. It's not going to be Roger Craig Smith doing the voice. It's not going to be Jaleel White. I know a lot of you are hoping. <laughs> But hey guys, I'm waiting. <laughs> but yeah, Classic Sonic is going to be completely silent. One less thing for the haters to complain about. And of course, Roger Craig Smith back as Sonic this time. Although I find it interesting that unlike basically every other Sonic game they've ever released, Sega is actually doing an individual dub for basically every language the game's going to be releasing. So it's not just English and Japanese. They're going for all the European territories. Good for them. So you guys in, who don't speak English and probably aren't listening to this podcast have something <laughs> to look forward to. Uh, hi, and... Um, yeah, this game yeah. will probably end up on my what-are-you-playing list someday, because uh, while I'm generally probably... classified as a Sonic hater, uh, Sugar's still a big Sonic fan, so... Mm-hmm. It will probably be on all our lists at the same time. Yeah. Let's be honest. We'll see. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't grow. If I had to grow up with one of the two, Mario or Sonic, I absolutely grew up with Sonic. So, it is better. Nah, dirt, dirt, dirt. <laughs> it is very exciting. Uh, check it out. You, know, you can always look on any one of the main gaming sites for this uh, gameplay footage, and hopefully, you'll be amazed as well. So, Capcom in Miami, because at one point I thought it was in Hawaii. <laughs> no, I thought it was in Japan. I thought it was in Hawaii. We were both. In oh, Hawaii. that's right. That's right. I would station I my game studio in Hawaii. Turns out it's in Miami, and um, you know we talked about you know how Street Fighter Four DLC was uh, you know going to be coming out. Um, so what is it? what is it? this story is different than what I thought it was going to be. What? Um. Okay, here we go. So, so Destructoid reports that Street Fighter 4 DLC, $14.99. And $14.99 will be, for the DLC version, right. because they're releasing it as DLC and as a disc. That's that's the confusion, because I was like, $40? What? So, 
So yeah, DLC on uh, June 7th for 15 bucks if you already have Super Street Fighter 4. And then 40 bucks for June 28th for the uh, the full disc. So it's, it's good that they're doing both options. It, yeah, I think so. Um, as Dead Rising 2, I know you're excited about Frank West's return. Uh, the, a lot of people accuse Capcom of cashing in, but it's never been quite this bad. Like, I'm probably going to play it just because I love Dead Rising and Frank is my main in TVC, so I got to support him. But th- this just seems like too much of a cash in, you know? Like, mm. it's basically yeah. the same game with a different character and apparently some different events. Like, Frank's been shown in the trailer doing like zombie wrestling or something, but I don't know. It, something just seems off about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then we got videos of Street Fighter X Tekken. That game I am looking forward to. Yeah. Like, I've never been a huge Tekken fan, but I love me some Street Fighter 4, and I love me some Versus games. And it sounds from what I've seen that it's going to be sort of a combination of the two with the uh, tag team aspect, but also playing a lot more like a Street Fighter game. And uh, basically from what I understand, it's not going to be like Marvel where you can just randomly call in assists or have to like be on the ground or something while you're tagging out. Apparently you'll actually be able to tag cancel. So like if you're in the middle of a combo, you can call out your current character and swap to the other one. So like say you're using Ken and you've got somebody in a hurricane kick. So while they're stuck getting kicked, you can call in Ryu and he'll be able to Mm -hmm. come in during that kick and start attacking and you'll be able to take over as him. I agree, KG. Whoa, that is pretty cool. Um, it's looking good. Thanks to Otico, it's it's true. It is Street Fighter Cross Tekken. Cross Tekken, oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> She's playing Angry Birds right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Sorty was playing that earlier too. What is it? He's playing a game What's... of baby plays. <laughs> Short tangent. Um, speaking of Angry Birds, um, one of our one of my superiors at work was gone all last week due to spring break. Mm-hmm. And he came back and talked about how he had never played Angry Birds before, but he and like his brother or something like sat down to someone who had it, and like they sunk. He said, "See, they sunk about fifteen hours into it." Oh my it. god! <laughs> he had an angry epiphany, and he, he's like, "I understand now." He's like, "I always heard about Angry Birds, but I didn't understand the addiction. Now I understand." <laughs> so. Everybody who hasn't yet needs to watch Rooster Teeth's Angry Birds the movie trailer. That thing is spectacular. That's I've seen that. Yeah. Also, for another trailer you should check out from uh, Captivate, Asura's Wrath. I don't know what to think of that game. Like, I lo- it so- sounds like it's a mix between like God Hand and God of War, mm-hmm. which both games are awesome, so I'm perfectly fine with that. But like, that trailer told us so little except for a couple of weird cutscene slash quick time event things that... I just don't know what to think. Like, I'm waiting to see some actual gameplay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. It'll, it'll be interesting. Oh, my goodness. I keep coming up with more of these Wii 2. These Wii 2 things are out of control. Don't jump the gun. We will have time to Out of control. <laughs> we have to do a live feed, like, and this just in. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, let's get to the next one, then. Sad, sad, sad news for us fans of the Ace Attorney franchise. Uh, Capcom has no plans at the moment to localize Ace Attorney Investigations 2 for gamers outside of Japan. 
It's been out for already a couple months there. And I gotta imagine there's, you know, fan translations at least started. Oh, I'm sure. sure. And of course, Nintendo's gonna sue every last one of them. They're like, no, we own that. Stop it. And it's gonna be like, dude, your fans want it and you won't give it to them. Mm-hmm. I can kind of see where they're coming from because apparently Ace Attorney Investigations 1's lifetime sales were less than the current lifetime sales for Okamiden, which just came out. So Jeez. it kind of makes sense that they're not well, going to localize. I'm actually going to rant about this in our big un section, so I'll save it. But there's a very strong connection to these kind of issues. Mm-hmm. It's also <laughs> possible, you know, with the DS starting to you know be on its way out, maybe they're trying to push more 3D. If we got a 3DS port of this and it took longer, I'd be okay with it. That's what I, it would just take like longer, I guess. Or but then I'd probably just be playing the fan translation first. I'm I liked Ace Attorney Investigations or Yakuten Kenji. Um Yari. <laughs> Mata. I I I enjoyed it. So like I'm um, the music also fantastic. Oh, the music we're, was like we're some just playing some we were playing some before the show and it was it's awesome. So, looking forward to seeing what is in store for Miles, Gumshoe, and K Faraday. Actually, speaking of Capcom and the 3DS, I wanted to, to sort of ask your guys' opinion on something. I think I showed this to you earlier, Yoko. Mm-hmm. Apparently, we've heard about Mega Man Legends 3, the whole fan uh, involvement thing, all very cool. Capcom just announced today that they're going to be putting out something called the Mega Man Legends 3 prototype version on the 3DS eShop on launch day. And basically what it is, is it's going to be, it's basically a demo where you play through a couple of the segments from the game, including some of the stuff that has some of the things that the fans have helped create. But if you finish those segments, you get to basically go behind the scenes, get access to unfinished areas of the game, and get access to a debug menu where you can try out special moves and items and stuff and i want to know what you guys think do you think that's like pulling the curtain back too far you think that it's a good idea to let people in that far behind the scenes hmm um i would in this case where it's oh buzz we're having some connection issues i guess yeah can you guys hear me i can hear you yeah i can hear you now like during while you were talking like you it would it like it was a clean cut. It'd be like pop, and you go silent for like five seconds. That was weird. Huh. Anyway, that's strange. Carry on. Um, so, you know, Cyberlink was basically saying they're doing like a, a dev kit uh, demo version of yeah, Mega Man Legends Three. If you, if you beat the Mega Man Legends Three demo, you get access to areas of the game that aren't finished and the debug menu. You think that's like since you're you've got programming experience, you think that's like pulling back the curtain too far, or do you encourage that kind of uh, insight? Say that first part again, because you cut out again. <laughs> oh my goodness. If you finish the demo, you get to access unfinished parts of the game and right. the debug menu. Right. So do you think that's like pulling the curtain back too far? Because it's basically, their intention is, you get to those parts, and then you send your feedback to them on their dev room website. You think that kind of beta testing is a good idea? or? I think it is, personally, because you get the best technical feedback from that kind of stuff. But you're always going to have people whine. They're like, no, you're exposing the magic. No, you should just keep it secret and keep it p- covered up and stuff. I don't know. Everyone has different opinions on it, but I think it's great. I think when they did you know, applications for people to be in their dev room, I think it's the right move to make, yeah. to be honest. I mean, yeah. to have it be that kind of open and it's a project that a lot of people are passionate about and they want it to be as good as possible. 
I think it's you know you know if, if more game companies want that kind of fan involvement, I think it is the right move to do. Well, and it's I mean they gotta eventually start seeing the. Uh... The, the financial benefit here of like, hey, look, free labor everywhere. But they're always going to be afraid of it because of, oh, what if someone claims ownership and sue us and blah, blah, blah. So we're not going to do it. We're not going to allow any of it because it's too risky, you know, legally, all this stuff. But it's like, come on, let the fans take over. They want to help. Hmm. Such is life. Indeed. Yep. Well, thank you for mentioning that. I probably would have forgotten that. I know you did mention it. <laughs> um... Let's move on. Uh, Geohot has settled out of court with Sony, so they will not actually be going to trial. We've you know, kind of covered it on the show a few times. Um, basically, he is unau- you know, barred from unauthorized access to any Sony product under the law. He'll be in deep trouble. I know it is not so good upset. news. She's saying M&M's because they're M&M's. <laughs> she loves M&M's. <laughs> um, so in, if, if uh, Geohot is you know, found tampering with Sony products, liable to $10,000 fine, up to a maximum cap of $250,000, um, you know, his, his work is already out there over the web. We had talked about this last time. Um, you know, he, he's kind of gotten rid of the original um, you know, code and programs and all that, but it's so spread out everywhere so that you know, it's already out there. Not much Sony can do about that. I think that's um, why he settled. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you're hosed anyway. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, so he, even though he was teasing about, you know, maybe I'll get an NGP, he's, you know, kind of doing this little protest thing where, you know, now I'll never buy one again. Um, I don't know, it's interesting to see it come to an end, and it hasn't really resolved anything, to be honest. Yeah, it's just, they kind of, both sides let it left it floating to where it's like, what does this really mean for the future of hacking and homebrew and stuff? And right. I think they both settled. I mean, this is now just me speculating, but they both settled because I think they both weren't sure they could win. Like, right. they were both thinking, Sony was probably thinking, like, you, you know, we know that people have rights, but we just want to fight it anyway because we have these licenses. And Geohot is probably like, you know, I mean, I could do some damage, but what if they get some, you know, they have tons and tons of lawyers. What if they get me on some technicality and rule me out? And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm sure they were both just like, you know what, let's just agree on something and just. Forget it. Yeah. So they kind of compromised. Yeah. So continue homebrewing, people. Continue. <laughs> Hooray. <laughs> and we'll always have we. Yes. Yeah. It's time for the hilarity of the week segment. I'm. Oh, I had a headache. I don't want to be reaching for my guitar. <laughs> I've been playing a little song and singing along. Do, 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 do. So this story, it's not funny. Or annoying. It is to me. <laughs> I think it's awesome. It, it's it's more a bummer to this guy. So this guy was let's see what his name. George Lutz. Not like Lutz from Thirty Rock, who has their hundredth episode tonight, and I'm so excited about it. <laughs> um was playing the classic arcade game Cubert, and he was 36 hours into playing and attempting a world record that would probably have taken him 70 hours. Um, <laughs> instead of powering off the uh, an arcade machine that was using the same power strip with a switch, 
Um, someone who worked at the arcade decided to actually go back and uh, tinker with the plug for this uh, this adjacent arcade machine. I think he said because you know it was making noise and all that, it was distracting him. And what happened is that the Hubert arcade machine reset on this one George Lutz <laughs> after 36 hours, and he was halfway short of the 33,273,520 point record, and uh, the plug was pulled. The funniest part is that they have this saved, I think it's on Ustream or somewhere. I, I, I saw the video somewhere, and I think it might be on Ustream. And it's like an hour 28 into the, the little broadcast clip. And like when you hear that, the guy goes like, whoa! And like, he's, isn't that like belligerent after the fact? Which I'm, I'm more impressed on that than anything. <laughs> if that happened to me, I would have I been furious. I don't know. This story makes me laugh just because it's happened to me so many times before on a smaller scale. Like, I've been in so many final boss battles and about to catch so many legendaries. And then yep. power goes out. I can't say I'm too impressed by these particular record attempts because they're not really demonstrations of skill as much as they are just like endurance matches. They're not Donkey like, Kong. Like how long can I stay awake? How long can I avoid doing this and that just to get this, these point records? And I don't know. I mean, they're fun to watch, but they're it's like I'm, I I want to see someone do cruel melee and kill a bunch <laughs> of stuff. <laughs> Those are good records. I don't know. A no one, new record! No one will beat Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong is like the ultimate of both. Yes, exactly. And it's got that a movie. <laughs> um, but I don't know. It's 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 that uh that Schadenfreude. Yeah. With me, just yeah. It's funny in a, a sad way. <laughs> it's like sucks to be you. Exactly. You should use an emulator. Save state. There you go. Save states. <laughs> Resume my high score. Tool assisted speed run. <laughs> tool assisted uh, Qbert or asteroids or anything would go on forever. Yeah. Just tool assisted asteroids would be like the ship constantly spinning around and like firing bullets at it like an abnormal yeah. pace. <laughs> it's never dying. It's amazing. Okay, now it's time to talk about games that we probably don't have too much experience about because they're only two days old. I do. Yeah. You do. Sort Fantastic. Of. Um, Mortal Kombat. Bump, bump, bump. Mortal Kombat! It's funny. That's the song that everybody associates with the series. And it's, I think that's only been in like one game and the movies, and that's it. Dude, yeah, dude, dude, I thought it was just dude, the movies. Dude, dude. I didn't even know it was in any of the games. But I think it was like a hidden track in one of the games. But you know what's <laughs> funny about Mortal Kombat? And the same thing goes for Sonic, which we just talked about. It's like these games reach their all-time new highs when they go back to their roots. Exactly. This one is basically just taking everything from 1 through 3 and remaking yeah, it. And exactly. it actually works really well. Like, they finally realize, like, hey, maybe everyone doesn't want to go to a really complex 3D interface where you can move around the arena. Maybe and too fight Batman. better than we thought. <laughs> but Batman can't do fatalities because he's a superhero. And superheroes <laughs> don't Joker. kill people. Didn't stop Joker. 
It's, it's the just Joker had the power of Mark Hamill. Yeah, everyone's nah, saying it wasn't Mark Hamill in that game. It's just what? amazing just because it plays classically. But I do have to say, holy cow, Scorpion is one gruesome fighter. I mean, a lot of them are, but this mm-hmm. game is Dude, so new Sidebots Vitality. That is, like, that's overkill. No joke. It's so violent. Like, it really, it makes all the other Mortal Kombat's look like E for everyone games. This is their way of apologizing for the toned-down fatalities in MK vs. DC. Yeah. And honestly, I've played the demo because I downloaded it when it was like a PlayStation Plus exclusive a while okay, ago. Nice. And it's a lot slower than a lot of other fighters I usually play, but it's actually it actually does a pretty good job of being easy enough to play that I think the casual fans will be able to get into it while still having the depth needed for like hardcore tournament play. Like I'm pretty sure it actually made the Evo list for this year. I think that's so, right, yeah. But yeah, it's definitely, basically, they want to right the wrongs of the last few Mortal Kombat entries, and they real, I think they really did a good job of it. There's a lot, a lot of uh, unlockable stuff, fatalities, babalities are back, and uh, they just put in so many different features and modes and stuff that I think that you really sort of get your bang for your buck, and... Even if you're not a huge fan of Mortal Kombat, it's probably worth at least downloading the demo or renting the game just to give it a try. I think you might actually be surprised at how much fun it is. I heard the single player is really strong. Yeah, the single player... Mortal Kombat has always had, like at least as of the like three or four, they really sort of take the storyline seriously. And they actually have like a full-fledged story mode with a specific beginning and end. So they had a story they wanted to tell, and as hokey as it is, sometimes they did a decent job of doing it, much like Blaze Blue. And I think they they really nailed the presentation overall. It's good I'm to hear. Still kind of angry that there's no Xbox exclusive character, but yeah, yeah, everyone was freaking out about that. I'm like what? They and get the, Kratos, but we don't get anything. Just put they Spawn did, back. They in. did Kratos justice, though. He is actually very cool. No joke. Yeah, was, was he in, was he in that uh, that PlayStation demo? Is that no? He's not in the demo, but I've uh, I got a chance to uh, try him out when playing on a friend's copy, and he's actually pretty good. Like I think they did a very good job, sort of representing him in the game and just making him feel like he fits. You know, well, and it, the violence level matches the two universes. This is true. <laughs> he's so it's so funny how like perfect he is for that game. And all the quick time events and everything. Yeah. Like, can you imagine like sticking Link in there? <laughs> like, no, I was Where thinking uh, Conquer for the 360 version. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Yeah. You could like <laughs> somehow summon the great Mr. Pooh. Uh, <laughs> I'm the great mighty Pooh, and I'm going to throw my at you, <laughs> Scorpion. Versus Phoenix Wright. Get over here. Your objection. <laughs> <laughs> we can all dream, right? <laughs> we can dream. We can dream. Uh, Fuzzbox asks, wasn't Kratos already in a Soul Calibur yes, game? Soul Calibur something or other for PSP. It's it wasn't was it that four? good. What? Five, four and a half. No, it wasn't four. It was just like some spin off game. Oh, okay. Like, oh, was it Legends? No. Yeah. No, not yeah. Legends the Wii one that had yeah. Lloyd from Symphonia. 
Yeah, has always had like weird guest characters: Link, Hayachi, Spawn, Yoda, Vader. Dante was almost my friends get mad when I play Link in Soul Calibur Two. He's he's broken in Soul Calibur (laughs) Two. Broken Destiny. That was it. Yes. Thank you. As for PSP, so I don't give a shit. Sorry. Dying of Fire, Sony. I mean, I love PlayStation. Yeah. Um. We can make a strange um, segue. Wait for it. The Portal so- Combat! The- <laughs> oh, that's, that's better than what I could have come up with. I was going to say, like, yeah. Sony had apparently the best version of this game. So we love them. But now Portal, <laughs> Com- game, Portal Combat is... <laughs> yes, this game, which is in my hand, and I am going to play as soon as this podcast is done. Aw, it's too bad I couldn't wait a little bit. See, if it was on the weekend... We you could have what? had impressions from you. You know what? My PS3 is right here. I am like this close to just playing while I do this podcast. But it's yeah. not yet Friday. Friday! <laughs> that was really well done. I applaud you. <laughs> I've been practicing. Yeah, apparently. Well, you could be like Panda. You could be playing while we do a podcast. <laughs> I'll do that next time. Um... What can we say about Portal 2 if we haven't played it already? My goodness. It's Portal 1 on steroids, and that makes it better. Apparently, it's... I want to get it, but I'm really, really disappointed right now because I checked reviews, and apparently it's about as long as the first one. Maybe a little longer. But you got sure? co-op. I've heard it's you have co-op. fairly long. You yeah, do it's have got... co-op. But I, I struggle because even... I, I believe that it's as amazing as everyone says it is, mm-hmm. but I gauge my purchases these days on how long I play the game and portal 2 unfortunately is one of the games i would love it but i'd probably play through it twice maybe three times and then like never play it for like three years <laughs> and so it's it's hard to justify a 50 dollars price point and so i'm i'm cheap that way mm-hmm. but if you got it on ps3 you got pc and mac versions for free this is true is that really? I should go yeah. pick up the yeah. street version. Maybe it'd be more worth it. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to play, play co-op, co-op with though. you, but I don't think that it, my computer would be able to handle it. Yeah, I do want to do co-op eventually, and that that reason may make me crack and buy it in the next week or so. Mm-hmm. I am a Portal fan. I'm just a saving money fan too. <laughs> yeah, who thought that you didn't care about Portal at all? Um, whoever made the comment in the thread that was like, "Here, talk about Sony," because not like anyone cares about Portal. That's silly. I can't remember who That's said it, silly. but I remember seeing that post. <laughs> anyway. Because you I'm do just, care. You I'm do excited care. to play it. I'm just yeah. slow to get it. I'm not a release date junkie anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So much love for Portal. Can't wait to play it as soon as I did you guys. I mean, um, yes. Yeah. Yes, quite. Yes, yeah. we, oh, love, we love drops you too. Link on the call. Moving on. <laughs> Beep, <bloop. laughs> All right. Well, let's let's get in. It's cold out here. Let's get to the point we've we've all been anticipating and really looking We're forward to. Coming out. All right, mail time. All right. We too. Yeah, that that happened. <laughs> <laughs> so it was weird because you know right after it was a few days after the podcast we're like oh yeah because you know there's we're talking about you know dropping the price of Wii and well, it wouldn't be surprising to see a, a successor on the way and then yeah that kind of went bananas and all the secrets came out it did what the internet does and so now we have all this information about we too we were going to talk about like what we have planned or what we can possibly expect for next generation gaming but now we have to start with we hd we too project cafe 
Okay, I, ha- I hate to delay maker, the discussion. Please say he's a copy maker. <laughs> but I, ha- I hate to delay this discussion, but I have to do a very. Everyone has to do a very, very brief flashback. Like mm-hmm. it's the Wii One is still very, very fresh in my mind. Yes. Like it was first announced. First, it was Revolution. No one knew what it did. And I know what you're going Wii. for. I, I remember I had in my Google Reader, I had an RSS feed of Google News with the keyword "we" searched. So anything anyone on the internet that mentions "we." I had coming to my inbox. <laughs> oh my goodness. Ooh. I was just like living and breathing Wii News for like eight months. I was just like, want, want. And then like when it finally came, there was 20 at our Walmart. 20. And so I got like 30 of my friends to all put their names in for me. Like their own names. But they would, if they got it, they would just give it to me. And one of the friend, my friends got called, and I got one of the twenty at our local Walmart. Wow! And I waited. I waited in line at my local call. Target for like probably six hours, and I ended up with like number sixty-two out of eighty-three. Wow! Jeez. I paid maybe a hundred dollars more for it on uh, eBay. Worth <laughs> <laughs> it. So to me, it's it's just it's strange and exciting to just like hear that what we too is being announced this summer, like yeah. really, it's already that old. But I guess it is. It's it's coming up on five years old. So that, you know that actually brings up an interesting question. Do you think they'll keep the Wii brand name because that name no. has a lot of weight with the casual market, but it has such like negative connotations for the hardcore gamers that I don't know if they'll actually stick with it. Yeah, I mean, the rumors we'll see about and the things we're going to discuss, they probably won't stick with it. And if I, you know, based on Nintendo's past, I don't think they will with their console cycles. Because, like, for example, the Wii was compatible with GameCube, but there was no connection. It wasn't Wii Cube yeah. or Play Wii. It was two GameCubes taped together. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, actually, it's a GameCube cut in half. Have you seen how small the Wii is? Yeah, <laughs> true. But, uh, um, yeah, like, it's... I, I don't see them doing that since you bring it up, but it's possible. Mm-hmm. And the next one will be called Us. There you go. We and then Us. Togetherness. <laughs> and then the them will come out. Uh, so this device is supposedly going to be unveiled at E3 in June, which means, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? We're going to call it now. Nintendo's going to win again. Yep. What can you do if you're Microsoft and Sony? Yeah. We have more games for Connect and Move. Sure, maybe a couple of them be, will be cool. You can't yeah. compare with a brand new device system. launch. Even if it's a bad system, like everyone likes system announcements. Those are fun yeah. to see new hardware. Like the, the 3DS, I mean, so even though we knew the next Wii wasn't coming for a while, it was exciting because, like, oh, the 3DS is here. And, like, that was a big, big deal. I mean, you were there. <laughs> you were there when it happened. And you got yes, to see I it. Yes, I was. So, yes, I was. It's, it's still up. You know, people are asking in the chat, "Will I return to LA?" It is still up in the air. Um, we're, we're aiming for a big 2012 push. There you go. Two, 2012 big. will be it will be a big deal. Um, we're I'm now to get, really angry. I didn't make this year. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. But you know, next year we'll get the first big wave of follow up games or whatever. Something to look forward to. Sorty and I are going to try to apply within the next couple days, and it's like the application deadline's on the 25th, so. Not expecting it to go, or even like if we can afford to go, but there's still like the small percentage yeah. of chance. Knock yeah. on one, man. Knock on yeah. one. But hey, there's there's still hope because if based on the rumors, it's supposed to c- come out late 2012. So 
Maybe we'll get an announcement and then a refinement next year, so it might be still yeah. be worth it next year, but we'll see. Oh, sure. So, that'd be cool. And maybe even more games and all that. Um, yeah. Now, the big thing is that, you know, that, you know, the blogs and all like to throw around, quote-unquote, it'll be more powerful than Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3. This is what I have my doubts. Yeah. I don't I, think so. I think they've got a chance. I think it's going to happen cuz think about it. the PS3 is slightly older than the Wii and they still haven't like sort of fully used the cell processor. But still, that's a long time to be at, to be like on shelves. More than enough time for Nintendo to sort of look at what they're doing and be able to come up with something that can at least match if not outperform yeah. it. I, I believe they can. I'm not saying it's, it's outside the realm of possibility, but I'm just saying it it doesn't sit with me that Nintendo would make this death strike, like, oh, look how strong our console is. Like, yeah. But I believe they'll bring it up to HD. Maybe stupid not to at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but jumping that far would be impressive. I'd, I'd be happy. That'd be cool. I but... think they have to, because they, like... We is already so. Part of point is the the low price, and that contradicts kind of. If they can keep the price low, that's great. But I'm just saying, part of their their aura is look how cheap we are compared to the other two. Well, that's true, but also from the sounds of it, this console looks like it's going to be targeting the hardcore market a lot more than the Wii was. And if they want to be able to hook those people in, they're going to have to be at least on par, if not stronger yeah. than the competition and yeah. if they have to, and they've made like a huge profit off the wii and even like a decent profit off the gamecube so if they have to spend money to make money at the start i think they can actually afford to do it yep and one thing i want to point out real quickly since we're talking about graphics and horsepower for a second mm-hmm. is i'm really really tired of all the idiots like <laughs> finally oh, they're so behind oh they're idiots for not launching hd the first place blah 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 like, I went and checked the stats. I kind of knew this before, but I went and confirmed with links, and I'll give them to you if any of you want them. Um, basically, when the Wii came out, roughly 10% of the of America and the world had HDTVs, like less than 10%. Yeah. And so they weren't marketing to 10 years in the future. They were saying, hey, no one has HD yet. Let's market to the here and now. So, oh, Kadri, stop. Here, take this. Go. She was sad that nobody else has HDTV. I know. I know, it's heartbreaking. Um, but yeah, like, there was hardly anyone with HDTV, so they marketed the here and now that let them make a cheaper console, sell it to more people, and no one cared. Like, sure, there's a minority saying, oh, I'm offended you didn't make HD, but no one cared, because everyone had standard FTVs. It's the but, vocal okay. minority. Yeah, but now, yes, now if you look at stats, more than 50% of America has HD. Yeah, now it would be stupid not to do HD. Mm-hmm. But um, I just want to clear that up because I, I see it. You go to Kotaku and everywhere, and that's all they talk about is, oh, they should have done HD the first time. What are those idiots thinking? Oh, it, it was Xbox and PlayStation that were marketing to 10 years ahead of their time. And... I don't know. And it, they're probably waiting for 2014 or 15 to come up with a successor to those. So. Right. Right. So, you know, it. Nintendo did it right. That's all I can say. And that will be HD this time, and it'll be powerful enough. We don't have to worry about, oh, my gosh, are they going to do low death again? Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Do you think it'll have a standard definition 
option as an output for those people who are still not on board? I can't imagine they wouldn't because, mm-hmm. yeah, they do have a lot of um, instances where, like, the kid's room has the low-def TV or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, who knows? Maybe they'll do the whole HD only with an adapter to low-def kind of thing. Because everyone, everyone was really angry when, uh, what was it, N64 switched only to AV cables, no more no more uh, coax. Right. Yeah. You had to get an adapter for coax or something, and everyone's like, what, that's so stupid. But yeah, now but you it's could like, use the same uh, AV cables from your Super NES. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I'm curious to know what they'll do. That's, that's a good, excellent point. Um, if, they'd been doing what they, if they do what they've been doing, we'll see a multi-purpose adapter, you know, because you look at the back of the Wii, it's one adapter, but one plug yeah. goes in for normal AV, or you can plug in a... Or just get, like, uh, yeah, extra, video. extra cables or something like that, even. Yeah. Yeah, something. I'm interested to see. We'll find out very soon. Um, as far also as far as the hardware goes, you know, IGN has put out a article recently that's you know more rumors. We got to we got to lock this down and say that it, it's all still rumor. There, yeah. you know, everyone everyone's throwing around your know, sources within the the gaming world, but we, you know, we're trying to. Well, everyone's talking about the rumors, and everyone. I just used to believe everything. It's so much more fun that way. Yeah, I, I suppose that's true. Uh, so you know, IGN is saying that it has learned. The system will be based on a revamped version of AMD's R700 GPU architecture, not AMD's Fusion technology, as previously believed, which will, as previously reported, outperform the PlayStation 3's NVIDIA NVIDIA 7800 GTX-based processor. Like the Xbox 360's CPU, will be a custom-built triple-core IBM PowerPC chipset with clocking speeds will be faster, support 1080p output, potential for stereoscopic 3D as well, but it has not been determined whether that will be a staple feature. Yeah. Dag yo. Dag yo indeed. Thanks, Skippy. Thanks, Skippy. <laughs> I beat you to it. Um, one thing I want to say about specs, and part of the reason that Reggie is always, you know, reluctant to release specs and stuff, is one thing that Apple has <coughs> excuse me. One thing Apple has proven with all their devices is that good coders and good software offset powerful hardware. Like the iPad is compared to like your average netbook is like pathetic has you know not very much ram not a very good processor not very good anything yeah. but because they took the time to like you know cleanly optimize their code and make and set high standards it runs really smoothly and really beautifully and i think that the same applies here like yes you need some more horsepower to do some stuff but really the developers determine what the quality of games will be if they take Absolutely. the time to polish it, it'll run great. But if they don't and they use crappy, crappy pre-made frameworks and pre-made make-a-game-in-one-weekend packages, well, then, yeah, they're going to run like crap and waste memory and waste processor. And so, Absolutely. Um, so de- Nintendo's games will probably run great on it. And then third party will, will be hit and miss based on who it is. <laughs> In terms of the design of the console itself, the overall size will be comparable to that of the original Xbox 360, and the system is likely to resemble a modernized version of the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. It's like Buzz was saying. Everybody gets their best stuff when they look back. Seriously. Yep. Yep. Although, <laughs> although this is certainly looking forward in a way. As reported last week, it'll indeed utilize controllers with integrated touchscreens 
and be capable of streaming games to each controller, though given the power of the system could also feasibly provide a virtualized console for each individual unit. Now, this part, this part interests me because back before the Wii came out, there was a rumor that spread around for a while that the controllers would have touchscreens on them and that you would be able to customize the button layout by just dragging the buttons wherever you wanted them. Mm-hmm. And the fact that this is sort of coming back as an actual feature, that just sort of caught my eye. It just seems weird that such a heavily believed rumor back in the day would actually become the basis for an actual console. Mm-hmm. Dreamcast I to, much? I need to see it to New believe VMU? it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you look All at some of the mock-ups and they look really nice, but like the rumors are that the touchscreen would be six inches. That is big for and those a controller. can't be cheap. No, especially when you got that. You got a, a camera, apparently. There are mixed reports of it's front or back facing. Maybe it's on a swivel. Um, it sounds like a 3DS to me. Yeah. <laughs> and from the sounds of it, they're still going to integrate motion control somehow. So if you think about the fact that at launch, the Wii controller was $40 plus another 20 for the nunchuck, how much is this monstrosity going to be? If it has a screen in it, and it really is the resolution people are claiming, easily a $200 controller. That's what I was afraid of. Easily. That's, and that's ridiculous. I'm, I'm really skeptical about this, but, you know, Nintendo may have an innovative good reason for it, and I'm hoping for that. But it's just, just on, at face value, it's weird. It's the like, innovative good reason is that they know it's going to sell. Because, mm-hmm. like, I mean... Again, they have to be—they have to show something that really is the major selling point for it. Because as it is right now, you didn't see people flocking to buy Game Boy Advances to plug into their GameCubes. Like that feature didn't really catch on that much. I right. did. It was a, it was a fun little. Because game we had Sonic Advance, and we wanted I, our Chows in the game. Pac-Man <laughs> versus Man. Oh I'm yeah, not, that was fun. It. Oh my god. It's, uh, it was a niche, niche feature. Mm-hmm. Double niche. Double niche all the way. I, I'm really, really excited to see that and see what they're reasoning for it. <laughs> Hopefully it's not a, we just thought it'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Now, these, cool. these I'm not sure of from the same IGN article. Nintendo's next console could have a retail price of anywhere between 350 and $400. Well, that that I could believe. Yeah, uh, based on manufacturing that. costs and will ship from the Taiwanese manufacturer Foxconn this, this October putting the earliest possible retail release anywhere between mid-October and early November. Well, I thought we were saying holiday 12. That's the rumor. And then that, finally, but... Nintendo is considering the console, naming the console Stream. Though yeah, that part I don't the, believe. Yeah, it's potentially one of the several names being uh, currently vetted by the company. I don't believe that. It's not a bad name, but it's too generic. And... Like, for example, the place I work, we have a brand called Stream. <laughs> oh, no, trademark infringement. But, like, to me, it's too plain of a word, and they need to spell it differently. <laughs> they could just change the A to an E. The stream! Or yes. make them both eyes. <laughs> stream. <laughs> See, that I could believe. I just don't believe that they'll, it'll be just plain old Stream. I think, you know, the, the word has become, you know, too much of a widely used verb yeah. for it to be, you know... Or live stream. name. 
right now. Yeah, we're, we're streaming. I, mean, I like I the symbolism as a, as a name of a console. Like, you know, oh, hey, it's the stream. You know, stuff comes to you live and it's on your machine and, you know, yeah. stream. But um, I just, I don't see that as the name. I doubt it. Nintendo yeah. stream. Um, you know, it, it is really good, though. I think one of the biggest things I have to give Nintendo credit for is that they're getting this into developers' hands early. Mm-hmm. Um, that is fantastic because and that's where all the rumors are coming from. <laughs> right, right. Because right. You, you need all the you know game development companies you know need to have uh, access to it to make actually good launch games. So you know Ubisoft isn't pushing you know like crap other, through the other. Another yeah, that's the first one you jump to, right? <laughs> <laughs> See, I was gonna say like Rayman Two or Rayman 3D for 3DS and Asphalt 3D that Ubisoft <sighs> keeps piling out. Why but... do they keep putting out ver- new versions of Rayman 2 that ruin an already great game? It's but like sure, you, you, you throw out Metroid other end, go for it. <laughs> um, but no, that, that's I gotta give them credit for that. Did you also see the rumor that? Nintendo has tried to contact Rockstar in order to get Grand Theft Auto V on their new system. If you look at the dates based on when they say they're going to launch the console and when Rockstar says they want to put out GTA V, they line up pretty closely. So mm-hmm. I would not be shocked if that actually happened. Yeah, you want to get hardcore gamers back on your side? Launch GTA on a Nintendo console. <laughs> <laughs> well, if the system really is as powerful as they claim, I don't think it'll be too hard. Because... They'll be like, hey, you're stronger than the current two? Well, hey, sure, yeah, we'll be right there. No more complaints. Hmm. Uh, we got a quote here in the chat. I don't, I don't know a source or anything like that, but he says, no self-respecting company could use a, would use a word like stream, Sony exec, and that's probably uh-huh. Jack Trent. I bet that's, I that's probably did. a joke. Yeah, it's a joke. <laughs> Babysitting! <laughs> um... Anything else we can say about Project Cafe? Oh, did you see uh, my notes in the chat? I was say before we uh, before we move on to all your notes that you got. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, these are all related to that. Oh, so yeah. let's talk it. We'll go for it. Well, the the first one in our list is the storage media for the next generation of games. A lot of speculation out there says it'll be Blu-ray because that's the clear winner of you yep. know the storage media. It's got. Uh, 50 gigs on a dual layer is how it works. Mm-hmm. 25 gigs on a single layer. And uh, here, here's my thing about this. Here's why I think it's possible that they will not use Blu-ray. Two reasons. One, Sony owns it. Right. Standing money directly to your competitor. Not a lot. I mean, it's only it's like a $10,000 a year licensing fee plus four cents per device. But the premise of it, yeah. Yeah, yeah but, but just the premise Sony, of... Doesn't Sony like also partially own DVD as well? Uh, I don't know about that part. I, I don't they know did. who owns DVD. They, they might, but I just know that they they totally own Blu-ray, and so that that's the first reason I doubt they would use Blu-ray. But the second reason is it's more of my personal hope for the future, but at the same time, I'm kind of doubtful. We need to move to pure uh, internet gaming. A, a console with a large hard drive and a connection to the internet, and you buy a game and you download it. And it's just on your system. Like, take, take Virtual Console to the next level. Or Steam. So basically, you want Steam. Pretty much. But Interesting. Like, here's the, here's my, my counter-argument to myself. <laughs> um, as much as 
like the world would like that and as much as I would like that and as much as as great as it would be for pricing and for for everyone mm-hmm. I think they'll still have a physical disc again because of all the relationships with retailers yeah because think about it if as cool as it is for us to be like oh sweet just hook up to the internet we can just download games like you know they go to their retail buddies and say hey we're not going to sell discs anymore you know that's a big middle finger to all their buddies yeah, and it's like all that they would carry is the console and the accessories, which does make money. But you know, no more games. No one comes to the store for games anymore. And, uh, and question: right. How did that PSP Go turn out? Yeah, exactly. Like I'm pretty sure a lot of retailers actually refuse to carry it because they wouldn't be making sales off of it. Mm. And uh, sort of carrying on your point, Buzz, the other big thing that's I think is preventing them from going full digital distribution is the bandwidth issue. Like a lot of companies are putting bandwidth caps on their users. And the speeds aren't really all that great here, especially compared to like some other countries, like I believe Sweden. And until we can get to the point where everybody has like hot, no caps and really high bandwidth, then I don't think we're going to see digital distribution used as like a primary source of retail for some time. Yeah, and cough, cough, net neutrality. What? Exactly. Yeah, there's a lot of issues hitting it. Uh, I think if a lot of bigger companies, like, well, for example, caps are a problem, but they're not killing the possibility. Because think about it, for example, on live. You know, yeah. on live is trying to release the 1080p version this year, or is it next year? I don't remember which. But, you know, that takes a lot of pipe. That takes a lot of your internet. And people with caps have problems, but there are a lot of services without caps. So I. I don't know. I still see it as a possibility because Steam, people rarely hit their caps unless they're downloading all their games from scratch. So maybe it's a possibility. It's mm-hmm. something I would like to see, and th- this is the part I want to connect back to uh, the uh, Ace Attorney right. uh, issue. You know, we, we're pointing out that oh, they're not bringing it to America, and you you know that there was some accountant somewhere that sat down and crunched the numbers and like we would probably sell about X amount. And we have to spend X dollars on uh, marketing and Y dollars on printing the cartridges and then and shipping and distribution and blah, blah, blah. It's like, if you were doing it purely digitally, you could erase all those issues. It's yeah. like, it doesn't matter that it only goes to a niche community. The amount of savings from all that distribution and packaging stuff, all that money turns around and go back into development and marketing. And you make enough money from it that, yeah, we would get it. We would get yeah, it in we- a digital form. I mean, look at freaking Minecraft. It had no marketing, yeah. solely digital, and it's made millions of dollars in alpha. Alpha. Yep. yep. So there are enough fans of Al- of Ace Attorney, we know there are, that it would make money. But we know that they're not doing it because they're factoring in packaging, distribution, and all this stuff. Like it, It's time to move digital. We have the technology, and it's it's penetrated enough that they can do it. But, again, I, I, I still think they're going to use a disc. I, I can't see any other way around it. Yeah. Random tangent buzz. I went to a... Uh, it's not really a restaurant. It's kind of like a sports bar thing. If anyone mm-hmm. knows of Buffalo Wild Wings. Of course. Yes. Yeah. You, you would know silently because it is a national thing, but it's kind of a big deal in Michigan at least. Um, went there and you know outside, you know, they've got you know some music playing, whatever. Mm. The, the song that was playing when I was walking up to there 
was that Sean Paul song that no, we no. all love so much. Get busy. Get busy. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to have to tell him later. <laughs> oh, that song has a special place in my heart. It's, it's mm. so crazy. Anyway, yes, uh, retailer is kind of, kind of a big deal because retailers don't make any money when they sell consoles. Yeah, it's it's just it's the accessories, it's the games, and plus people yeah. just also like having. I don't think like the retailers are that. the reason that we can't escape the cable era either. Mm-hmm. It's you know that's why Hulu hasn't taken off more than it has, and other stuff like that. It's because the cable companies like, well, we want people to get back in front of their couch and their TV. It's like, no, people want to watch it on their computer. Like we don't care. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. and. You know, Hulu, if they wanted to, they could run off and be like, you know what, we're going to do our own way. We don't, you don't need them anymore. We don't have to worry about offending them. But they don't. They're like, oh, we don't want to offend them because they're our friends. And so mm-hmm. It's the same issue. So I, uh, sadly, I think we'll see discs. But we'll, we'll see. Yeah, Maybe I they'll think, do both. Maybe I think they'll you know, have... the, the consumer at large you know, still wants that physical copy. Yeah. Um, but maybe we'll see yeah. both. Like I said, you know, Virtual Console has been fairly successful from what I've seen. And Maybe they'll have some games. Maybe they'll do have their own, you know, Xbox Live Arcade equivalent this time or something, you know, something like that. Yeah, we'll see. That'd be cool. Indeed. Your next but, point. Uh, well, we already talked about specs, so we'll skip core count. Um, but the controller. Oh, we talked the controller compatibility with the Wii and GameCube. Mm-hmm. Rumors say it will be compatible. So if that's true, that more or less confirms a disc slot. Some rumors even say that um, the new controller would act as a sensor bar. What? Hmm. I don't even know how that could work. Magic. That doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. My brain's bleeding. Or then there are also some saying that you know they won't abandon completely some of the uh, motion-controlled gaming. Like it'll be a blend of each. So you know some games right. might need the remote. Some might need the controller, or you know, some games could even you know work with both. So you could be playing you know side by side with one who's got you know the right. classic Wii remote, or maybe they'll make improvements on it to make it even more accurate. Hopefully, they won't put a little globe on the end of it. Um, well, I'm, I'm really, really glad that the Nintendo decided to use Bluetooth because that really keeps their options open. They can yeah. make their new console support Wii remotes, no problem, yeah. and then be able to support new controllers too. Yeah, I'd it's be. Cool. Very shocked if they couldn't do some sort of support for the existing Wii remotes. I mean, you can't play GameCube games on a Wii without a GameCube controller, so I would not be shocked if you could just carry over your Wii controller. Do you think it'll have GameCube slots on it? I, think I it don't will. know. I maybe. Think it will. I I, I want to say it, it should because even even new Wii games use GameCube controllers sometimes, like Smash yeah. particularly. Yeah. But it's exactly. like, do you, I wonder if they would try to sever that tie at this point. That'd be interesting to know too. Hmm. I mean, you can still. I'm pretty sure that. Well, maybe you can. Maybe you can actually play GameCube games with the new controller, depending on what it's got in terms of. Yeah, that'd be interesting. If it could just emulate it, just whatever controls it has and maps it. So it worked fine for PS1 and old PS2 games, uh, or PS2 games and the old PS3 models. So I wouldn't be too shocked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, on this next point, <laughs> I'll keep it brief. 3D support, yay or nay? Nay. <laughs> don't care, Nay. don't have a 3D TV. But I'm but, a horse. Nay. 
you know what's funny to me is I can see this the same nightmare happening all over again. So the Wii, so so the new Nintendo console finally goes HD, but it'll be like you're too late. You should have been 3D because all the new stuff is 3D now. You're always behind Nintendo. You're always behind. And it's like, dude. Although I would, you're stupid. I would crap my pants if this if this little six inch touchscreen had a 3D depth slider. Yeah, that would be ridiculous. I, I have a, I have this this feeling that like they'll allow 3D support in games, so that if you're plugged into a 3D TV, it'll take advantage of it. But oh man, I mean, it, it, this is a different a different debate for another day. But I just don't think 3D TVs are the future. But there'll be there'll be a niche. I don't even think there's a debate for that. Like it's just <laughs> no. I, I've met some some uh, 3D evangelists. Oh my goodness! I swear by it. So well, I'm interested to see. But so, but anyway, yeah. It looks like most people say nay on on 3D. <laughs> <laughs> Next point: online support. Obviously, a big oh, area. Goodness sakes! Yes. Oh god, they need to fix. It. If they need to have something at least as good as PSN, if not Xbox Live, they need. More community, something. Like, what do you think of headsets? Will they go that far? Maybe. Like, the biggest problem is that when you use your Wii, it's such an isolated experience. Like, there's no friend yep. list. No, yep. it's so hard to get people's friend codes. I think it's you just described like, it perfectly. It, it's it's so it, hard to communicate it, with, unless you have like a cell phone number to text. It is so difficult to communicate and like set up, you know, gameplay times on a Nintendo absolutely. system. They need something to make it so using the Wii is a social experience, or using the Wii 2 is a social experience, and not in the way that they encourage, like, family play in the room or something. Yeah, like cut the Wii speak crap. Wii. That failed. <laughs> I know it failed because I own one, and I stare at it every day, and I go, you stupid piece of crap. Why did I buy you? Oh, right, Animal Crossing. Yep, yep. <sighs> If they want to appeal to hardcore in this particular arena, it's like they kind of just they need to do it. Does PSN have headsets? I don't even know. They have Bluetooth headsets. Oh yeah, they're hardcore. They're way ahead of it. Then I just I just knew Xbox. I never knew if PS3 had headsets mm-hmm. or not. So as much I know, I'm a Sony anti fanboy. Um, but it's it's something we want to hope for. But uh, Nintendo, Nintendo. As long as it stays free. You could really screw this up. <laughs> I'll just screw a lot of things up. <laughs> I know they have in the past, but it's just like this is just one of those areas where it's like you have another chance. But if you blow this, I I don't know what's going to happen to you. I, I think know. you know 3ds still has potential with some of the updates they have down the pipe. But for like a console that is going to be you know fully connected, whether wireless or Wi-Fi, at you know a stagnant position in your home. You gotta hit it ball out of the park. I mean, there are rumors going around that they're you know, hired someone that maybe has experience with you know how Sony's infrastructure works to help improve blah blah blah. And I don't, I don't we'll right. see. Yeah. Do you think? Oh, I, kind of backing up a step. Do you think they will upconvert games? Mm. With the HD output. Good question. Or I mean, will it? You, you see the emulators, you know that you know are running like Brawl or. Galaxy that you know take pictures with the high resolution. Um, I wonder if like the technology is there to run that on disc though. 
Uh, Maybe. Good question. Like, it sort of upscales virtual console games. Like, if you try looking at something sprite-based compared to what it looked like on the original N64, say, there's, like, no filter, so you get all the jags, yeah. all of the, uh, yeah. like, raw pixelation. And it's possible they might just end up doing that with the uh, Wii successor, whatever we're calling it. Yeah. I'd be, I'm very interested to see that because from the technological standpoint, I can see reasons why they could and a lot of reasons why they couldn't. And I really hope they make it so they can because I'd like to go back and play stuff like Twilight Princess, sh- you know, sharpened up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And actually, something I just thought of with the whole thing about the screen on the controller, do you mm-hmm. think we'll see that leading into some sort of a successor to the Game Boy player or the Super Game Boy mm. with, if you're old school? That would be cool. I don't, I don't see them doing it simply on the premise of again they go where the money is, and I don't see that being a major selling point. But I would like it. Yeah, I don't know. That'd be cool. I think there's a chance. I, I think it's got a lot of potential. I mean, I don't know if I'm crazy about the idea of it, you know, being used as like a mini TV that you can stream your entire game on. I like the potential of you know, kind of like what the VMU is used for, just you know, for maps and stuff and for options to change on the fly and all that stuff um i think that's what i like most about the idea but i don't know if six six inches feels so big Ah, ah, dot 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 my phone's like what three inches inches. so six inches yeah jeez oh my goodness Nintendo's announcing a partnership with Apple. They'll be using iPads for their controllers. Awesome. <laughs> and they'll be $1,000. <laughs> nine ninety nine US dollars. $999 US dollars. Please, no, Nintendo. Don't say US dollars anywhere in your presentation. Sony has tainted just that unit of measurement. <laughs> oh. Um, and that was it that you had listed here. Um, let me look at the articles again. I thought I had more. I mean, they're rumoring your 2014, maybe 2015 for the Xbox and PlayStation successors. I mean, it's really tough to say where can we go beyond HD at this point. Right. Unless there's like an even greater pixel resolution like <laughs> it's going to be twice that, so it's going to be 2160 P, double it and four times and all that. Yeah, but then again, then again, the PS2 managed to last like a full decade, and they built the PS3 to be able to hang in there for ten years. So who knows what they've got up their sleeves? Yeah, yeah. Another thing that cracks me up about the uh, um, the people in the Kotaku articles who are always saying, uh, you know, oh, you know, they're finally catching up, finally catching up, finally catching up. You know, everyone would come in and be like, catching up? Last time I checked, they were winning. They don't have yeah. any catching up to do. <laughs> and so, like, yes, it, it's now it's now is the time. Now is the time to bring it to HD and really, you know, solidify that. But yeah. they don't have any catching up to do. They're squishing the competition. And they made so much money on the Wii. That's, you know, what I keep telling people at work. They just poured it in R&D. Research yep. and development. That's why they're able to come up with this stuff. And yep. They're going to make money on that, too, more than likely. Well, let's get into the mail time questions. 
Um, okay. If you think of anything else, you can always you know just do a little tangent and come back to it. We just got a letter. 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 Wonder who it's from. The first question comes from Darker Eye. Do you find mental Jen? Oh, gentlemen. Watch My Little Pony Friendship is Magic. Yes, that's the show that's been taking the internet by storm and was so popular on 4chan that they had to ban the discussion of it outside of one thread at a time. Ah, yes, the great pony ban of February 26th. Those were dark days. So you are the one, Cyberlink, who... Yes, I am the one. None of us. I am, a br- I am one of the bronies. Brohoof. Brohoof. So what, what do you think see? about it? See? see? Kadri's a flourishing pony fan. and Can you hear what she's calling out for? <laughs> Is it a fluttershy? No, oh, she's not saying it. She's saying iPad, iPad. Uh-huh. It's adorable. Your little daughter techno something. Anyhow, the show. But yes, I watch My Little Pony Friendship is Magic, and I'm in it deep. So deep. Yes, and... So deep that I was one of the primary organizers for an elaborate April Fool's joke that went far better than I expected. Like, no joke. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what it is about that show, but something about it is just, like, addictive. I don't know what it is. Like To clarify, it's the latest My Little Pony... Boy, God, I feel weird talking about this. <laughs> It's the latest My Little Pony series. It's actually being produced by Lauren Faust, who was the wife of Craig McCracken, the creator of Powerpuff Girls and Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends, both fantastic shows. Mm-hmm. And something about this show is just, like, really, really addictive. Like, it's not. It's a lot better than past My Little Pony shows, not that I actually, like, <laughs> followed those, but... It's just in... Yeah, the the characters are a lot more fleshed out. They feel like the whole show is about, oh, magic of friendship and whatnot, but it's not like the girly, all shopping something or other that you would expect it to be like. The characters are very three-dimensional. They have real motivations. They're not like all superficial stereotypes. Compared to like the usual super violent, gory stuff like action packed stuff I like watching normally it's a lot more slower paced just really well written and it's not sort of a nice change of pace you know and I don't know what it is about that show but I cannot stop watching it hmm and actually Buzz I think that would be a great pick for Kadri I think she'd really get into it yeah uh, remind me later I'll send you a link to the site where you can like watch all the episodes Hasbro's got it hosted or something I've seen the AMV that Yoko sent me Yep. Oh yeah. That the, I uh, first found from you. Yeah. That that's a work of art, man. See, like, I'm fine with like watching all of those. I don't. I don't know if I can take the plunge. Uh, it's it's not Aww. for everybody. I will. Ah, uh, that's adorable. It's not for everybody, Alan. Next, like, you have to be very comfortable in your manhood to be able to put up with it. But if you're willing to give it a try, I think that you'll. You might get something out of it. 
Okay. And I may or may not end up wearing a Derpy Hooves t-shirt to Yomacon just to see how many other bronies I can find. There's going to be a panel. You know there's oh, going to be a panel. Of course there is. I might end up hosting it. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I, we had to get that somewhere because you know, the fans were demanding it, and I knew you and knew about is, it. Yes, the fans are demanding it. That fan demand is the same reason why I am like sincerely tempted to do a second episode of my My Little Pony parody. <laughs> like, if I can figure out what to do about the musical numbers, I will probably end up doing it. Word. Word. Uh, next question from MopTop11. Oh, gosh. I should have thought this one through. <laughs> this is such a tough question. What cover for a game has drawn you in but was not very good? That is a tough question. Because, like... I will... Go ahead, go ahead. I will say it's probably... The Beast Wars fighting game for N64 that you couldn't actually buy and could only rent from Blockbuster. Because I was, as I've said before, a huge Beast Wars fan, still am, and the idea of a fighting game, which I, I naturally assumed was like Smash Brothers because I was so into that at the time, using Beast Wars characters, which I loved, I, I was just sucked in, I went back to play it, it sucked. It sucked hard. Oh. <laughs> oh, it was so, so unforgivingly bad. I, I just like cringe when I think about it. it ugh, ugh, feeling clean. You know, I, I have a similar one, and it's actually another fighting game of a show that I adore. Uh, Yu Yu Hakusho Dark Tournament uh, for PlayStation Two. Uh. Uh, I mean, I'm like so that—that that cover like shines. It's got Yusuke and younger Tagoro, and the premise of a fighting game with one of my favorite anime of all time. And it, it, it blows chunks. Like there, there is no real semblance of a fighting game in that game. And if if you want to argue the point, then you are thinking way too much about a game that. Could have been loads better. Yep. And it's tough to say because you know all the all these different box arts, none of them mean to suck. And then <laughs> it, it's tough to like think of you know games that you've played that are atrocious. Like I'll still say like Ice Climber is one of the worst I've played, or one of my <laughs> least my one of the least favorite. But like the ice, you know the the box art isn't much to speak of. It's you know NES and it's. 8-bit and all that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Does one come to mind for you, Buzz? I have a couple. Like, you know, we're part of this world of elite, you know, game selectors. You know, we read reviews, we talk to each other, like, you know. We do our research. We, yeah, Yeah, exactly. We don't, we don't make a whole lot of mistakes. I can't think of, like, oh, I have all these bad games I have. But I can yeah. think of a couple. And one being Force Unleashed for the Wii. Hmm. I kind of didn't do my homework on that one, and I'm not totally disappointed. I think it's a fun game, but it is really a letdown yeah. <laughs> in terms of the quality of a game. Yeah. So, but the other big one, the other, the other one that really, really uh, put me off was Monopoly for the Wii, because we have Monopoly for the GameCube, and we really, really like yeah. it. But there was a lot of things we wished it would improve, and so like the Monopoly game came out, we're like, oh, sorry, yeah, is that, Mon- is that, that one. Monopoly Streets or no, just Monopoly? Oh, normal Monopoly, okay. Yeah, but it's the Wii one is terrible. 
The controls are way worse, and it's just clunky and obnoxious, and we like instantly went back to playing the GameCube one. Like That's how bad it is. <laughs> so I have this worthless Wii Monopoly somewhere, but um, yeah, well, I mean, I'm not necessarily sure. If anything, Force Unleashed qualifies more, because that one I did judge more on the cover. I was like, oh, I love Star Wars. Oh, that looks so cool. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, fail. Um, uh, we all have our dark secrets, Buzz. I, for one, have a still-sealed copy of Eminem Kart Racer for the Wii. Kendry <laughs> wants it. Uh, we'll figure something out. If you ever come to Yoma, I'll just give it to you. <laughs> so she likes she likes her M&Ms. As you she guys sure does, yeah. Yes. Heard earlier, she's like, M&Ms? M&Ms? <laughs> there was M&Ms racing cars? Oh, man. Just like if there were Toy Story racing cars. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Toy Story characters eating M&M's racing cars. There you go. That's the perfect game. Oh, wow. my God. <laughs> Toy Story kart racing. Hmm. Another really... I, I put these ones in, and they're meant to be th- so thought-provoking. And then I just don't think of them. <laughs> yeah, I know. It, it's, so, it's, so, it's terrible planning. You guys deserve better. Uh, the next question... From Toon Lucas, what was the hardest part of growing up for you? Oh goodness, I'm was stumped. Lo- was growing? Oh, you know what? The hardest part of growing up, and it's it's not the uh, the was it like the recency effect or whatever you want to call it is in psychology. Right now, is actually the hardest part of quote unquote growing up for me right now. Um, Amen to that, dude. I have always been like the smart person going through school, like too smart for my own good in elementary school, like really smart in middle school, four point in high school, go to a really nice university, and then the fact that I'm I, I can't get any job of you know actual accomplishment right now. It's, it sucks. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, the thing with girls is one thing, but like I've had, you know, experiences of girls that like I wouldn't trade for anything. I mean, it's not to say that they were, you know, hard or whatever. They were, but it's, it's more damaging because it's, you know, who I am, who I am as like an intelligent person that nothing has come of all this you know, scholastic success I've had over time. The fact that I have to... Utah. Utah. Lots of jobs in Utah. How's the, how's the cost of living? <laughs> it's good. It's really good. Can I, can I bunk with you guys? <laughs> yeah. We have an extra bedroom. Come on. <laughs> um, you can have Kate's room. You'll be bunk mates. There, there you go. Lives <laughs> in the basement. Um, but no, we do have like, a garage. Lots of room in there. Not, I'll not dig a be... hole in the garage. That can be the basement. There you go. I'll be like a dog. Woof, woof. Um, <laughs> come on, Yoko. Come on, come on. <laughs> Biscuit. Hey, your, your avatar is a dog. Ironically. This is true. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, not to be all emo about it, but, you know, growing up wasn't difficult for me, and now it's actually really tough. I mean, that's just the fact. Anyway, on that note, what else? Um, I would just say growing up in general. Uh, not growing up in general, uh, responsibility in general. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm 
I'm still the kind of person that I would rather not go to work. <laughs> and yeah. when I'm at work, I will do lots of things and not pay attention to work when I should be working. <laughs> not, not to say I don't work, but just, you know, I get distracted pretty easily. And having to, you know, just having to be responsible in general is not very fun. I just like being me. And being me is like not taking out the garbage and not doing the dishes and not <laughs> doing that, anything. That, dude, that's just called being a guy. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But here I am trying to like, you know, expose a good example to my daughter. And I'm right. like, yeah, I'll do it later. I'm going to play some video games. <laughs> I'm like, you know, I don't think I'll ever talk to some guy in Michigan about stuff. <laughs> exactly. Do a Two game. guys in Michigan. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'll ever reach that point where I'm just like, oh, I'm above video games. I'm going to be a real responsible adult now. Dude, that's like, a, you that know, is, like, that's a sad day if that happens. With like, yeah, how like, it's taken a turn in, you know, you can tell when people are old when they do have like that video games that rot the brain and all that. But like, if we grow up and develop that mindset after all we've been through, like, that's a sad day coming. Yeah. Not going to happen. Not but yeah, but like I said, just just responsibility in general, having to have a job, having to pay bills, having to you know fight life all the time, yeah. you know, it that that that's the hardest part. But at the same time, it's what makes life fun. So you know, you get over it. But <laughs> yep. yep. Cyberlink, are you grown up yet? Uh, growing up is for wimps. <laughs> Inner child, man. Inner child. Get that, listeners. You're all wimps. Yeah, yeah, I, I watch My Little Pony, man, and I like it. Nah, I don't want to grow up. I'll be toys again. You are the only one in this chat who is allowed to sing that. Yep. Technically, yeah. But yeah, I think just general, like, I always hated the feeling of un- just general uncertainty. Like, anytime I was yeah. trying to make an important decision, like, my biggest problem still to this day is that I take forever to make any kind of decision. I'm always a middle-of-the-road kind of guy. I try to, like, I it took a long time before I really decided, like, what I wanted to do going forward, what my major was, that kind of thing. And even with the smallest decisions, I can be just so completely generally indecisive that it ends up, like, completely hindering my ability. And that's sort of a real problem that I've had to deal with for a long time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I work past it how I can and just pick door number three every single time, see what happens. See that, people? The hardest part about growing up isn't actually, like, all the high school drama. If you think you got it bad there, (laughs) like, get over yourself because it gets worse. But it does get better, too. Right. And then it gets middle of the road. And then it kind of when, tanks when for a you while. To, then it gets when you good start again. to get to the growing up, you you do get to control your own destiny more, and that's kind of cool. Choose I mean, your yes, destiny. life sucks and it's hard, and sometimes you can't find a job and stuff. But yeah. you know, but in all you know, you can you can go, you can get money, and you can spend that money on whatever you're doing well, please. Like coming out to Michigan in November. Yay! I'll uh, work on it. Okay. Specifically the weekend, week of November 1st. I really, really do want to do that, but it, uh, days off, i got to gauge those over the months, and that obviously gets ruined if I ever take a sick day. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. So, so, so you can't get, get sick. sick. Yeah. <laughs> if I don't get sick at all, it might happen, but if I wait too long to decide, then the plane ticket will cost like $1,000, and I'm like, no. 
bonus mail time question from one very own Cyberlink420. Who's that guy? He sounds like a jerk. I see what you I did, dog. He's kind of a cool. He's kind of a cool guy. He's not afraid of anything. Doesn't Step afraid one, of anything. Listen to show me your news. Step two: submit mail time question. Step three: question marks. Step profit. Four, profit. <laughs> question profit. is, you can read it. Go for it. All right, fine. I'll read it. If you could pick one classic TV series, live action or animated, must be 1999 or earlier to be made into a video game for the current console generation or for Wii 2 since we're bringing it up, what show would you choose and what kind of game would it be? Okay. I'm going to sing the theme. Ready? Legends of the Hidden Temple. Oh, now you're going back. Dude, I want to once and for all show everybody that the Shrine of the Silver Monkey is not difficult at all. There were so many kids who watched that show back in the day wanting to be on that show. And it's like all the kids who got lucky and had connections and all that, um, they seemed to get on the show. And uh, it wasn't fair for all of us who wanted to and knew we could do better. I honestly don't have an answer for this question because we'll see. Like I, I watched a lot of stuff like, you know, like Spider Man and X Men old cartoons, but they're all they're all modern games anyway. And it's just someone's calling me on Skype. Naughty naughty. Um, He's doing I don't know. Like <laughs> I, I can't remember what shows I watched, and the few I can't remember again, like they're all already games. So I don't have any examples that stick out. I'm sure I'll kick myself and think of one after the show's over, but. I mean, yeah. Legends of the Hidden Temple has trivia, it has physical challenges, and then... And most they... importantly, it has Olmec. Yeah, it's got, it's got freaking Olmec. Olmec in HD. Oh. And, like, the temple guards could, like, jump out, and it could, you know, even be, like, through the Wii remote. They could make that little noise and scare the crap out of you, and... I don't know. I, I... Legends of the Hidden Temple, that, that is my choice. Dragon Ball Z. Oh, they've already done that. Um, what team, though? I was always like a Purple Parrots kind of guy. I don't know. I mean, Silver Snakes is a classic. Red Jaguar, Blue Barracudas. Like, that's the first one everyone thinks of. Orange Monkeys. What is it? No, Orange Iguanas. Green, mon- green Monkeys? Yeah, I think so. Purple Parrots. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> It's all right. It's all right. Nothing, Buzz. I I really am blanking. I don't remember what shows I watched. <laughs> none, none that are unique, anyway. Hmm. Well, then for I mine, got, I got I'm nothing. going back. I'm going back to a previous answer. You guessed it. It's Beast Wars. Beast Wars. <laughs> but, this, but this time, like, I don't want another really, really crappy like. 3D fighter like the N64 game, and I don't want a horrific third-person shooter like in like a virtual world like the PS1 game was. I want like a full-on campaign, like something between War for Cybertron and like I don't know an Advanced Wars game where you can actually control your uh, Maximal or Predacon units, be able to like 
get into skirmishes, do like full on battles between the two forces, just something actually worthy of its source material, like something that really does a good job of using the license, like, and you know, gameplay doesn't suck. Just anything that really takes it seriously. Cause that show was amazing back in the day, still amazing now. And I just want something that really sort of conveys that. So good. Buzz, did you ever see Captain Planet? I did. I don't want that made into a game. What? Well, too bad, because he's getting into the fighting game, which is probably going to suck. Oh, that's right. You know, the concept seems so cool, and, like, it just... The execution, not so disappointing, yeah. I'm just angry, because, like, like there's, like, 20 characters in that game, and they have, and, like, four of them have their original actors. Everybody else is just sound-alikes, and it makes me so angry. Mm. You know you're not a good uh, adaptation when... Yes, exactly. Man. Earth. Fire. Wind. Water. Heart. Go planet. planet. <laughs> Samurai Jack is a good show, but it's already been gained. I guess like a big modern one, but I don't know. I'm still drawing a blank. Oh. Oh. I'm sorry. Thundercats? No. Oh. Thundercats. 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 Oh. Have you guys ever watched the show Grandizer? I've never heard of that. Yeah, that's a really, really niche show. That one could be made into a game. It's kind of already, it's kind of already a clone of like Transformers and Gundam Wing, like merged. Oh boy, this is weird because like I'm one of the older ones. You'd think I'd be like burning through like oh this show and that show, but I really can't remember any of that. Boy Meets World. That'll be like a great modern game. (laughs) Find new and inventive ways to tick off (laughs) things. Saved by the Bell. Another great game. Find new and inventive ways for Screech to creep everybody else out. Yes, exactly. Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider. If anyone remembers Ghost Rider, you got props. I thought you said Ghost Rider like the Marvel hero. No, the Ghost Rider! Word! On PBS. (laughs) What about Mask? Like, not the Mask, like the Mm. actual Mask one that got reintegrated into the G.I. Joe series. Huh, maybe. Who knows? Word. Yeah, uh, well, we should anything? probably end this before we make a scene. Yeah, I was going to say, remember this show? Remember this show? This show? Oh, yeah, this show. <laughs> um, well, thank you for filling in Cyberlink. Happy to help. I, I don't want to say it was like, oh, you're our third choice, blah, 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 but it's still a, a great choice. Hey, I'm fine being the third choice because it means I'm not a later choice. There you go. Um... And Buzz, we're glad to have you back. I'm glad to be sick. back. Sub- to hold back your rage! God, my rage last week, that was uncontrollable. <laughs> That's what happens. You know what I think it was? It was like, because it was suddenly 80 degrees in Michigan. And like, yeah, that was a you suddenly week. were sick. Things were falling apart. And I was like, please, Sorty, be a guest. And he's like, oh, I don't want to. And then... That quote, man. Uh, that quote set me too. You, you know I you're sick too. when you're too sick to play video games. That's how bad it was. Wow. Like, usually when I'm sick, I'm quote-unquote sick. I can't do anything serious, but, you know, I can sit and use the computer and play games and, you know, fool around. But, man, I was like, I'm going to go lay down. I'm going to die. You know what I think another reason was is because 
you know, for those that always just listen to the to on iTunes, and you know, if you don't listen on livestream.com slash SMYN, you don't follow us on Twitter and Facebook to know when that's happening, or even join the forums at showmenews.com slash forum. Um, it's because I wear this headset normally, and I can't speak too loudly into it, or else things get blown up and crazy and distorted and all that. But last week I didn't have to because I was sharing the main microphone yeah. I record on with my brother, and that's why you I could go. Crazy. That's why I could go all out. Um, but I always have to like, kind of hold back when I got that this thing like two inches from my mouth. Yeah. yeah. I, I could like always put on like the announcer voice at the beginning, but I always got to like tone it down a little bit. And anyway, I'm getting way too off track. Um, it's what we do. There you go. It is what we do. 85 episodes. My goodness. I, I'm excited for summer. Um, maybe we can start planning the radio play, or maybe we can even like turn in the musical. I don't know what the hell it could mm-hmm. become, but to have it by episode 100, right around the Yomicon time, that'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty. Rest cool. assured, there will be awesome stuff happening at Yomicon. I've even got a couple plans that I have not revealed to anybody yet, but rest assured, they will be awesome. Bosh, and people can work on stuff in the forums. Hooray! Yes. Anyway, with that, I am Yoko. And I am the Buzzsaw. I'm Cyberlink. And we are out. Word! Woo! Subscribe! My little pony, my little pony. You know what? I'm on air. Master Link X, this is all your fault. Because, <laughs> yeah, he had, like, the... He has little... every episode on right his back. YouTube channel. Oh, does he really? He's been posting them ever since the beginning. This is his fault. He's got, like, the icon and all, too, on Skype. It's 100% his fault. Why the hell didn't I ask him to be on this show? Because he's had issues, like, he couldn't come on before because it was, like, on weekends and stuff, and that wasn't good with his schedule. Damn it. Fail fish. If he's listening to this, because it's probably going to be an Easter egg or something, I apologize. And we're giving you an extended shout-out. If he's you listening are, you to are this, boss. you did this to me. And I will come for you someday. Vengeance will be mine. Cyber rage. I have to go play StarCraft, so I'll be see you later. I have to go... Oh, I'm not going to play Persona. That would be giving into an addiction. (laughs) (laughs) We must talk more Portal. There you go. Go pop that sucker in. Oh, I shall. I shall. All right, thanks for the time, guys. Appreciate it. All right, catch you later. Yep, bye.